Well, hello. This is Renee Safier. And I'm Andy Hill. Welcome to the second installation of Talkin' Bob Dylan, <laughs> our podcast. <laughs> Renee and I are the producers of Dylan Fest, an event that we started in Hermosa Beach way back in 1991 on Bob Dylan's 50th birthday. And the 27th annual Dylan Fest is just around the corner on May the 7th, Renee, at the Torrance Cultural Arts Center. Yes, it is. Can't wait. Now, that last song was called uh, Senor, Tales of Yankee Power from Bob Dylan's 1978 album Street Legal. Now, if you're thinking that did not sound like Bob Dylan at all, then you're right. It wasn't. That was me and uh, Andy. And we recorded that on our CD called The 14th of February all the way back in 1996. And uh, that track kind of came to us in an interesting way. Andy uh, one day said, oh, you know, I have this great song I want you to sing. And I'm like, okay. So he puts on Street Legal, and he plays Bob's scratchy, craggy voice going, Senor, Senor. And uh, he goes, yeah, I thought of you when I heard this. I think you'd sing this just great. And I kind of looked at him quizzically. But... um, as uh, time went on, I sort of saw his point, and we ended up putting on that. Uh, that was my first solo CD, uh, quick on the heels of Andy's first solo CD. And um, we've been playing it ever since um, all the years. I love that song. It uh, has this great cinematic quality. It really kind of, you feel like you could base an entire film around that lyric. And um, it's kind of why we had the beginning of the track starts with a... Um, a train and a whistle and some rain. And footprints. And foot, footsteps coming through uh, what we thought it was on, like, the platform of a train. We didn't know where it was, probably uh, south of the border. Or, you know, you don't know. It's That's what's so great about about Dylan's lyrics, and they're so cinematic. And it kind of reminds me of, of Joni Mitchell. She has that same quality, and a lot of her songs, especially Coyote, comes to mind kind of feel the same way you could make a movie about that song as well. And um, Joni, that's kind of her her aim in a lot of her songwriting. She has a quote. She said, My style of songwriting is influenced by cinema. I'm a frustrated filmmaker. A fan once said to me, Girl, you make me see pictures in my head. And I took that as a great compliment. That's exactly my intention. That's what Joni says. And I'm sure that Bob would take that as a compliment as well. So we wanted to use uh, that discussion uh, for for this podcast. We wanted to kind of get into uh, the creative process of Bob Dylan. And uh, as a portal into that journey, uh, we were going to use a f- an observation from Robbie Robertson as reported in his recent book, Testimony. We had the great opportunity to listen to Robbie speak about it at the Ace Hotel a couple of months ago. And uh, we've read the book. So this is the quote that Robbie said. uh, And if you don't know who Robbie is, he was the primary songwriter in the band. He wrote songs like The Night They Drove Old Dixie Down, The Weight, Up on Cripple Creek. And he was one of Dylan's collaborators over the years. Dylan's bandmate when Dylan went electric in 65, 66. And he served as the best man at Dylan's wedding to Sarah Lowndes. Uh, back in, I guess that was 65 or 6. So this is, uh, this is Robbie witnessing Bob Dylan writing. 
I hung out with him there sometimes, watching him pound away on his typewriter into the night. Bob wasn't someone who went off into a corner to seclude himself during his creative process. He did it right where he stood, just picked up a guitar or sat down at the typewriter right in front of you. Lyrics came flying out of that machine. It was a feat to witness. Whatever else might be going on around him didn't matter. The radio could be playing, television on, someone on the phone. Bob never looked up, just kept typing away. You know, that reminds me of that uh, scene in Don't Look Back, the Penny Baker documentary about Dylan, where um, I think it's Joan Baez is backstage. They're all backstage, and she's finger-picking a really beautiful version of either Percy's song or Love is a Four-Letter Word. And in the background is Dylan at his typewriter. He's he's tapping his foot to a completely different rhythm or tempo, and he's periodically looking up to search for a word, and then he just goes back pounding away at the typewriter, and it's like he's oblivious to what's going on around him. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it, it completely contradicts all the normal habits that uh, we think of as courtesy uh, or just the way people conduct themselves over the course of their life. There's another story, I believe it was the song Chimes of Freedom, uh, that he wrote on a typewriter in the back seat of a car when they were driving to New Orleans or something like that. And I think of those images, and it's stunning to me. I, uh, As a songwriter for over three decades myself, I find that process shocking. I've never seen anyone else work like that. And on the other hand, I told the same story we're talking about here to a couple of friends, and they found nothing interesting or surprising in it. <laughs> so, Well, they must be really good multitaskers themselves, <laughs> I <must> guess. <laughs> well, doesn't uh, – we have a, f- a friend and fan, um, Paul Gomi, who told us a story about – um, back in the 60s, I think it was at Barnard College, Dylan had a performance there, and he ended up staying overnight in Paul's apartment. So Paul was a student there, I believe, and um, they sat up all night and, you know, drank and talked. And then um, in the, you know, like in the middle of the night, Paul's like, you know, I have to go to bed. You know, I have class. And so Dylan said, okay, see you later. And in the morning, Paul got up and there were newspaper clippings strewn all across the living room floor. And um, he was just kind of, and Paul just couldn't believe it. It's like, what's going on? And it turns out that he was actually writing a song. And it was, um, at least from what we hear, that's where he started writing with the hour when the ship comes in. And he said some – I remember Paul saying he wrote – he said some line that he asked Dylan what was going on. And he said, well, all the words are already there. It's just how you put them together. Yeah, which is about as uh, inspiring as Johann Sebastian Bach when asked about his amazing organ capabilities. You know, you just move your fingers around on the key and the instrument plays itself. <laughs> yeah, easy to say yeah. for those guys, right? Yeah. <laughs> So as I imagine Dylan in all of those scenarios that we just talked about, that cloak of creativity which seems to take him over, I'm reminded there is an interpretation of his masterpiece, Mr. Tambourine Man, that puts forth the proposition that that song is about creativity and imagination. And so if you can picture Dylan backstage, somebody playing, 
and he's enveloped in his own world or in the car with all the stuff flying by outside and all Mm -hmm. the drugs and the conversation and the radio or in someone else's home after they've left cutting up newspapers and putting these pieces of paper together. I think of this, uh, this snippet from Tambourine Man, I'm ready to go anywhere. I'm ready for it to fade into my own parade. Cast your dancing spell my way. I promise to go under it. That's from Tambourine Man. And we'll finish today's podcast with uh, the version from the 2015 Dylan Fest. I'm Andy Hill. And I'm Renee Safier. Join us on Sunday, May the 7th for the 27th annual Bob Dylan Festival. It's outdoors in the beautiful sunshine at the Torrance Cultural Arts Center from noon till 8 p.m. Renee and I and our band Hard Rain and 60 of our closest musical friends will play 62 Bob Dylan songs. No breaks, no repeats. So go to andyandrenee.com for your tickets. Bring the family and friends. There's food and drinks for sale. upon your magic swirling ship All my senses have been stripped My hands can't feel the grip My toes do numb the step Wait only for my boot heels to be wondering I'm ready to go To my own parade, cast a dance and spell my way.
John Hoke.